What's going on, everyone? Jenny? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. Look, it's great being here, and it's great seeing what we saw over the weekend. We'll talk about it at length today. I uh, hope you're having, and I'm sure you are having, a wonderful Monday morning. I mean, what a win by the birds. Utterly dominant. You know, we'll celebrate, of course, the Eagles now back in the NFC Championship game. Seventh time, by the way, in 22 seasons, which is absolutely remarkable. We'll look ahead to the Eagles and the Niners on Sunday. Obviously, we'll mix in reaction to the other games as well. We'll do it all with you on the phone lines. 215-592-9494, Richie Rich. Joe. Hello there, John. Antarctica is the world's largest desert. Well, that's weird. Antarctica, the world's largest desert. The technical definition of a desert is an area that receives less than 10 inches of precipitation per year. Bizarre. Well, listen, uh, that fact's kind of cool. The Eagles back in the NFC Championship game, uh, even cooler. Look, let me say this, and obviously you want to hear from everyone. I- I'm going to summarize my feelings. While watching that game and thereafter, I'm going to summarize my, my feelings, John, in, in three sentences out of the gate. And I'm turning it right over to you. Sentence one, thought one. There is no doubt after what we saw on Saturday night and after watching the Eagles go 13-1 and with a healthy Jalen Hurts before his injury, there is no question I will pick the Eagles to win the remaining games this year. I mean, there's literally no doubt about that. Number two, put another way, and I don't say this to be overly outlandishly presumptuous, but I'm just being real and I'm being honest. I expect that the Eagles will win the Super Bowl this this season. Like, I, I now expect it. I really do. And number three, this Eagles team, you know, in my lifetime is, is now there, you know, pushing up on the 83 Sixers, you know, amongst the best Philadelphia sports teams we've seen in the last 40-something years. It was just a total destruction and they are a complete machine, and it's glorious. Now, look, everyone can weigh in, 215-592-9494. I mean, there's so many aspects of the game to digest the whole weekend. The game up ahead against San Francisco. John Ritchie, the floor is yours. Complimentary dominant football. It was the pass rush fitting with the secondary, with the coverage. It was the run blocking fitting with the backs cramming it when they were running the football complimented by the fact that Jalen is perfectly fine. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe DeCamera, the oh, doubter, thank, doubting Debbie. Thank Joe. you very much, Jalen Hurts and Eagles doctors. I Good mean, job. And, and job. time, and time, five Jaylen weeks. Jalen was, was so outstanding, and it was uh, relieving, I'm sure, for you who doubted yeah. his ability to do what he did. We are, uh, not only did we prove that we're right back where we needed to be, I did feel like some of those circumstantial things, AFC-wise, the Patrick Mahomes injury, and it is a serious injury. No matter how they try to uh, pose his situation, he's got a high ankle sprain. He will not be able to move the way he needs to move against the pass rush. And I feel pretty good about ours. You know, that's assuming they get there. I think it's it's possible they lose to the Bengals. I agree. But uh, And we've talked about that. But – 
everything is coming together and it feels so good this is a dominant team they 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 proved that for the majority of the season and then we sort of lost track of just how dominant they are what they showed was a joy it was and i expect continued joy here for yeah. the next two games. Look, I do too. I mean, look, congrats to the Eagles. Congrats to Lori and Howie and Sirianni and the crew. Jonathan Gannon getting the Eagles to this point. Jalen Hurts. I mean, Lane Johnson obviously gutted it out. Looked like at times, you know, you could you could mm-hmm. see him affected a bit, but obviously he was more than good enough. You, you saw another example, and the Eagles really have dominated for stretches of the last few years, different times, of course, uh, in large part because of offensive line brilliance. And you saw it on display. I mean, Anybody, anybody, and I'm not talking to us here. I'm talking to the nation. Anybody that thinks Jalen, uh, anybody that thinks that uh, Jason Kelsey isn't a Hall of Famer doesn't know, doesn't know what they're talking about. And you know, I think Lane Johnson could find his way to the steps of Canton, Ohio, in in about yeah. ten years. I mean, he he is that dominant. Um, the run game was on point. Hurts' decision making was on point. I thought Goddard John looked like he was back in 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 a full throttle way. I mean, the third play of the game was my favorite play of the game. James, I don't know if you Is noticed this. Is that the one this. where he was run blocking on the edge? No, no. The third play of the game, he catches a pass. And, you know, you, you hear of a stiff arm in football. Oh. This was like a punch. Yeah. Like he, I mean, I actually think he punched the opposing player's helmet and just removed that guy from the area. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a player take a fist and punch a helmet and just punch the guy out. of It wasn't a stiff arm. He punched the guy. And it was beautiful. I just, I, you know, Hassan Reddick on defense right out of the gate. I mean, just on fire. Um, you know, the pass rush, the whole deal. And then to see, you know, Dallas lose the next day. Because, like, I was sort of like, yeah, am I rooting for Dallas? Am I rooting for San Fran? Like, what do I think's best? And blah, blah, blah. But in the end, you get to see Dallas lose. By the way, I don't feel per- or fear Purdy. Now, I, I, I do have, I'm not going to act like San Francisco's defense isn't a thing. Um, I mean, obviously, San Fran's defense is, is really, really, really good. And so we shouldn't totally take it for granted. But I, I just um, – I'd be surprised at this point if the Eagles lose. I mean, that's that's the most basic way I can put it. Um, let's go to the phones. I know a lot of people want to react. It's been a glorious time, obviously, since that game. I mean, let's be real. It's been a glorious season. And in three weeks, minus a day, otherwise known as 20 days from now, uh, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I just that's what I believe. Let's go to the phones. Let's kick it off with Kevin in Delaware. Good morning, Kevin. Fellas, what we saw Saturday night was a statement game. We came out, we dominated that game from start to finish. Right. We didn't allow a mediocre team to hang around with us. We punched them in the face, we punched them in the throat, we gave them everything. And if anybody doesn't believe that Jalen Hurts should be the MVP of the league, then they're not watching true football. Well, and Kevin, let me just say this to that point, because I've heard a lot of national commentators this week talking about the Mahomes, um, Burrow, and uh, Josh Allen thing, and they're magnificent players. But I do feel Hurts continues to be shortchanged nationally. I, I don't know how anyone nationally could watch that game and feel like Jalen doesn't belong in that group. And frankly, I take him right now over Josh Allen. You who, took him out who, who's, you know, you not, not a sharp. Often stuttered. He came back the, the last week. John, we talked about it. We ran that little vanilla offense. We didn't do a whole lot that game against in week 18. But we came out this week full throttle. We came out this week with the entire playbook, and the yeah. Giants had no answer for it. For the 49ers, yes, their defense is, is, is great. But their back end, their corners, their safeties, that's their weak spot. And what you saw last night with Purdy – 
you saw probably the best defense Purdy has faced, has faced in those seven games that he's won. But I'm sorry, the best defense he's going to face is next weekend. Yeah. And it won't, it's going to be the same story he saw yesterday, but it's going to be a different ending because the Eagles will win. Listen, Kevin, I love it. I appreciate the call. And on John, the road. On the road. Oh, totally different deal. John, your assessment of Purdy. I mean, what you, would you think? Yeah, well, uh, he is – he's got a great coach who is getting him in, in enviable positions where he's just putting the ball in the hands of some incredible playmakers. It's, it's nothing fancy. I think he is significantly better than what I expected for being the last guy drafted. Uh, but you're going back two months smart. ago saying that, right? Like meaning that you expected two months ago when he took over. Yes. Because I didn't think he was that good yesterday. Uh, he drifts back into the left a lot. I'm and t- that was by design. That, you know, the way that I don't know all the times, man. He, he, he's a him. drifter. He's a drifter. He's okay. He's okay, I, he's okay but, he's, man, I got no fear of the Eagles facing that guy. None. Well, Zero. When, when you compare the two, I, the, the quarterbacks, uh, I yeah, we've got the, the best player in the NFL. He is nowhere close. But the team that they've put around him, he doesn't have to be much more than, you know, just the the game manager guy. He does have more athleticism than what I expected. He can beat you uh, sometimes on the ground, getting those extra first downs, and, and that, that hurts a defense, keeping you on the field. But he uh, he's not going to win you a game. No, I, Jalen I totally Hurts agree. will win you a game. Jalen Hurts can win the Eagles a Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's go to Colin in Washington Township. What's up, Colin? Yo, what up, guys? Hi, Colin. Oh, man, what a beautiful Saturday. And, Joe, welcome to the team of optimism and believing in the Eagles, who were the best team in football until their quarterback got hurt and was then playing healthy. Yep. Uh, man, that's all it, all it takes for you to really get your uh, really get behind this team to 38-7 to win. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, look, we hadn't seen it in a month. And, there, you know, you just – I didn't know which version of Hurts we were going to get. I, you know, I <laughs> – he was able to be fully ready to roll, and he he was absolutely unbelievable, man. Yeah, just it's got a special feeling to this season now. Just looking at who we have to go through. I know the Niners; they got a great defense, they got some great weapons. But you're telling me we've got to play Brock Purdy? Like, come on! You can't tell me we're going to play Brock Purdy and that we're not going to go out and just dominate him. There's just no way that we lose to them. And then even just, I hate to look ahead, but, well, actually, I love to look ahead, but I, I try not to, but even the potential Super Bowl matchups, like, you just got to feel good with how we match up with those teams. I mean, now you got injured Mahomes, and, you know, the Bengals, they have their weapons, they got their receivers, but they just don't have an O-line, and our pass rush has just been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the I... line looked pretty good yesterday. Uh, uh, they, the, did. The Beng- the they did. The Bengals. They did. Somehow, with three fill-ins, they were, man, they put it together this time of year and and their their quarterback is outstanding they've got a good run game and man their defense is solid yep. i think the bengals have a great chance to win i do too i think the bengals might be our opponent when it's all that's kind of what i'm starting to think john uh we know who's not going to be the opponent <laughs> dak prescott man uh, his star has really fallen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he had a shot to get his team in the NFC Championship game. It was a really good shot. And he just came up lame. 
And then, of course, that final play. Seltzer, how beautiful was that final play seeing Ezekiel Elliott get trucked? Oh, my God. It was like just you already knew it wasn't going to work anyway, but then they actually ran the play where it's like, all right, let's run the play where Zeke just gets crushed and run over. It was awesome. I mean, that thing, I don't, what do they call it, a meme, a gif? What are those things called? Is meme, that is that yeah, a meme? Yeah. That's going to be a meme. Memeable, as for, they for, say. For a destruction. I mean, that, that thing's, oh, my God, he just got steamrolled. Chris and Berwin. Good morning, Chris. John. Joe. What a weekend. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. So, before I get to the Eagles, I just want to say the biggest enigma I've ever seen is this year's Temple basketball team. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Temple winning against Houston. That's remarkable. Yeah, they've lost to two teams that, according to Ken Palm, are ranked almost 300, 300 in divisional basketball, and they just beat Houston. Yeah, for those who don't know, Temple beat the number one team in the country. It's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Probably but still anyway, won't make uh, the tournament, but, you know, it is what it is. No. But uh, but the Birds, um, great win. I, I was just ecstatic to see Dallas Goddard being, you know, let the, I feel like they let the chains off uh, and yeah. let him do his thing, and he just dominated early on in that first half. Um, then the running game, oh, my God. Yeah. It, that, that was beautiful. And Boston Scott, I mean, you, had, you saw Wing Farmdale during the week thing. He's not a giant killer. And then Sirianni just early on right away gives him the ball for that touchdown. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, it was so, listen, Chris, and good, good stuff, man. It was so predictable. I mean, the, the Boston's got TD versus the Giants. It's automatic. I, I, I'm telling you guys, I don't know why the Giants don't sign him in an offseason. Just at the very least, we can't hurt them, and maybe you could help them. But uh, I think Boston's got solid player, man, and, and he did it again. Now, look, to be clear, it was, it was more of a Miles game, obviously, and Hurts was doing his thing. But Boston's got – well. And what well, Gainwell? You're right, James. Gainwell really did have a have a very much had a hand. Hundred yards, I think it was. Chris in Middletown. Chris, you're on WIP. John. Chris. James. Christopher. Muffet Weasel. Oh, uh, Chris. Seventh time in 22 years, man, to the title game. It's pretty amazing. All right, here we go. Ready? E A G L E S Eagles. So it sounded like you kind of run out of steam. Was that the G or the L? You kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> dude, dude I, I, I may have uh, L that one, there you know, go. little Joe Gilio yeah. it. Dude, how phenomenal was that? Not only did they win, dude, they just beat the brakes off the Giants. Yeah. Like, you know, my wife said to me, we're watching the game, and she's like, oh, this isn't a really good game, huh? And I'm like, no, this is phenomenal. Like, I, I just watching them. Mop the floor with them. Well, they take the, – I'll say this, Chris. They also take a lot of wind out of the sails of Giants fans for what that team – because that team did accomplish something this year. They went from being horrendous to a little above average. But you find out in the end the Giants were only a, a little above average. I mean, their fans this morning and yesterday morning are like, ugh, we're nowhere the, near where we thought we were. The problem with their fans was they were being homers – and again, it's no disrespectful to the, it's not it's not disrespectful to the Giants. They were being disrespectful to us because we are on a completely different stratosphere no than where that team is at. And for them to keep acting like, oh, we're right there, we must beat you with our backup quarterback, blah blah blah, all that nonsense. Yeah. Here, here, here was the most enjoyable part too. Yesterday, watching those games, waking up in the morning, and just. Being able to sit there and know your team just dominated yep. and punched it, it's, you know, punched the ticket to the wild or to the conference championship game was just phenomenal. And watching Dallas go down in flames, twenty 
seven years now and running since they made the, the conference championship game. I, I, I'm just so happy. Uh, we're going we're gonna to thump the Niners. The style, what I'll get into, Austin, at the style of the way we, we pass rush and play zone and just watch. You're, you're going to watch Brock Purdy's going to throw. I'm calling it now two interceptions in that game. All right. Well, I'll tell you We're this, winning. Chris. It, it won't surprise me because I, I I don't find Purdy to be that good. I I don't. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's horrendous, but I he's not that good. He's really not. Well, he's young. He's inexperienced. Right. He's late on things, and in games that matter like this, where everything is that much faster, a split second of deliberation costs you in and a that, big way. That crowd, man. I mean, the crowd on Sunday at three o'clock is going to smell blood. I mean, from three to six, you're going to get your your best Eagles crowd, if I had to guess. I mean, honestly, probably since the 2017 NFC Championship game against the Vikings. I mean, it's going to be a bloodthirsty crowd. It's just it's what it's going to be, and I, I think they're going to really affect Purdy dramatically. Kyle in New Jersey. Kyle, you're on WIP. I got to ask you something, Joe. Yes, sir. Are you are you done doubting Hurts yet? Well, I didn't – let me specify. Okay, I think specifies the word. I didn't doubt Hurts, the player, entering this last game. I doubted whether Hurts was going to be fully healthy and capable to play like he can play when healthy. So, um, I suppose the answer is yes. <laughs> All right. Cause I, I was going to say, this kid's different. I think this is – I never rooted for someone as much as I do him. He's He's the perfect QB for this team, and I really think that – He's going to be something special for years for us. And um, I think it's going to be Eagles-Bengals in the Super Bowl. Um, I think I think Purdy's going to struggle with, with the way these fans are. And um, I don't know if you guys saw, but in college he was 10-13 and 13 on the road, and he wasn't in like a, a tough division. I Where did he play? Where was Iowa he? Iowa State. Iowa State. Wow, that's random. Okay. And um, I just – I don't – I see this crowd really affecting him, and – he didn't – when he had time to throw the ball, yeah, he looked pretty good, I will say. But when he gets that pressure in his face, he's to me, it seems like he shuffles around a lot. And I think our team's going to be able to really get to him this week. And I'm excited, and I, I can't wait to watch this team. I agree, Kyle. I can agree entirely. You know, the Dallas defense did a really nice job at slowing up their run game, you know, keeping things under a lid for the majority of that game. And then there was that, that one drive, I think it was the maybe the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, when the 49ers, there was just a, a level of attrition, you know, like the, the Cowboys could no longer sustain the the greatness yeah. you know they were they were and kittle, in the right got, place kittle got going. at the right time tackling well yeah yeah kittle uh unbelievably talented um i thought it was impressive that on that play the big play that sort of broke it open uh for that drive kittle wasn't even supposed to be releasing you know he was blocking and you know nice job by purdy of of improvising to some degree but dallas uh you know they they gave it a good effort. Their their quarterback lost them the game. Their defense was really solid against a, a, a talented group, the, the 49ers. But, but that gives me faith. That gives me more faith that because the Dallas Cowboys were able to stymie them for the majority of that game. I mean, it was 19 to 12. Sure. You know, so they, they did keep the scoring down and they were able to play good assignment, sound football. And I'm positive we can do the same thing 
And I just I understand that that 49ers defense is outstanding. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're the best in the NFL. They haven't seen a team like us. Well, I agree. Look, I obviously I feel really confident about the Eagles' chances, as I've said. I will say this, though. San Fran, not in every regard, but in many ways, does remind me of the 0-2 Bucks. I just want to put that out there as we sort of embark on this week. Why do I say that? Because they're great on defense. I mean, really great on defense. And they're a team with a collection of guys, not all of them, but most of them, that have been knocking on the door for three or four years now. And that's exactly what the Bucks were. You know, when Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks came in here, and those were the guys that won the game. Brad Johnson didn't win the game. When Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp came in here and John Lynch, they had been through three or four or five, you know, solid playoff runs by that point. So I don't totally take the game for granted. Is Like the way to call it earlier, it's like the Eagles aren't going to lose. Like I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm just saying don't completely discount San Francisco. By the way, it's only a two-point point spread, which I do think is the wrong point spread. I want to put that out there right now. I mean, that is the the odds makers, and we'll see where it goes with the betters, but that is the odds makers setting that line telling you they fundamentally believe San Francisco is a better they, football they team. They changed that. It's been changing. It's, what's it, changed what's it. it's, not three, it's not three points anymore. It's generally two for home. No, I said it started. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm saying they give a – so basically okay. saying they're even is the point. It's at two and a half now anyway. But they're saying it's even, essentially. Okay. More so so three, two is more of the number now? Two is the new three. Two and a half. Okay. Two and two and a half is the new three. Can we agree, though, that Lincoln Financial Field is not a run-of-a-mill home field advantage? No doubt. I mean, if there's ever a time where it should be in the two and a half, three, just for the home team factor, it's freaking South Philadelphia. So <laughs> I, I, I find the point spread, no matter how you arrive at their justification, I'm going to be honest, I find it disrespectful to the Eagles. I think it is too, especially considering the fact that we've got an extra day to prepare and they have to travel. I mean, that's, that's not a short little jaunt either. That's a day of travel. Yeah, I. So they're short week to begin with, and then to take another one off. Yeah, I, like I, that. We're, that's great for us. Yeah, I, I actually think it's to me. This is my opinion. It should be a point spread of about five, five and a half. I, I actually find it really bizarre. It's in that two-ish range. I really do. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we'll continue to take your reaction. The glorious reality of the Eagles back in an NFC Championship game, and with a very, very real chance to win the title. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center with decades of experience in complex dental treatment. And I've personally been a patient for over 20 years at PI Dental. My mom there for over 30 years. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, they are board certified prosthodontists and they specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They're phenomenal what they do. Originators of the Teeth in a Day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in a mere one day. If you have struggled for a week or years, however long it's been, with bad teeth, uh, chewing food, smiling, how you feel, self-esteem, whatever it might be, I strongly encourage you to visit PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to get going with PI Dental and request a complimentary new patient evaluation. Well, what a win by the Birds, and what a turnaround. I mean, if you really consider 2020, and John, how low we fell. I mean, it was a disgrace of a season. And obviously led to, you know, the end of Doug, the end of Carson. A lot of people calling for Howie's job. Now, Lurie stood tall on the Howie thing and said he ain't going anywhere, but 
Um, it was bad. I mean, it was a really, really bad season. Last year, a great bridge to what has become now the present. And and this year, it's uh, it's been an unbelievable turnaround. 215-592-9494. The Birds back in the NFC Championship game. Your chance to react. Rasheem's with us right now. Hi, Rasheem. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Super, Rasheem. Good, 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 good. That game went exactly how I expected it uh, to go. Um, um, as far as, you know, us being able to dominate, something that we were able to do all year round. But some of the, you know, concerns that I was hearing all last week, like the middle of the field, running again, not blitzing, not being aggressive enough. Is Jalen Hurst going to be back to where, you know, where he was at, you know, during the season? I think all those questions were thrown out the window from the first time we was able to get the ball and score seven points, man. It was a dominant uh, uh, effort from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. And the 49ers, yes, they're a good team, but what – I expect the Eagles to be in the difference at the quarterback position. That's something that we've seen uh, Jalen Hurts be the difference maker all year. I'm expecting that at 3 o'clock uh, ascended at Lincoln Financial Field. It's going to be a total dominant effort, man. This team is, 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 is zoned in. And Brock Purdy, as a rookie quarterback, is not going to come to Philadelphia and get a win. No way, no how. Well, I wouldn't say no way, no how, but I'll say I certainly don't I expect it. I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Just because, man. The Cowboys had chances to win that game. It's not like the Cowboys couldn't have won the game. I agree. The Cowboys had plenty of chances to win that game. And, 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 and what I've seen the last time the Eagles played the Cowboys without they started quarterback, when, when you know, San Francisco on the road and in Philadelphia, like yeah. I just said, no way, no how. Okay, you thought up. the Giants – Go ahead. Wait. I thought the you, Giants what? You thought the, was possibly going to get the Eagles a good run for the money. He was, you know, beefing up uh, uh, Brian Dayball and, uh, and, and the quarterback and everything. I just like to say, man, you know, you know, all season, even before the season, you've been wrong, and I'm enjoying it, man. I, I really am. I'm enjoying it. All right, Rasheem. I, I enjoy that also. <laughs> Look at that. By the way, I think I picked the Eagles to beat the Giants. I just want to make sure. I Did, did I pick the Giants <laughs> last week, James? Like, I mean, did, did I miss something? Let's go to Gary and Whitehall. Hi, Gary. Hey. Gary. Hey, Gary, 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 hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. I just want to make one other point. Because you know, you know, I'm getting dogged here. Um, let me just say, first off, I think it's fair to say, guys, the hammer on Friday with that victory showed how bounce back ability. I think I led the way. Like I was the James. Wouldn't you agree? I was the fullback for the Eagles, showing the way oh, to clearly. victory. Yeah. Clearly. Like when greatness stumbles wow. and then comes back and succeeds. So yeah, that reality. But here's where I'm not getting enough credit, and I'm going to just lay this out there because there hasn't been one person yet that's called this year to say this. So allow you know moi to say it. I did something this year that I've only done once before, and it was in 2017. And that is go to Merrill Reese's house Ah. right before the season began and hand him a bottle of champagne and tell him to only open this champagne when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. And, and no one ever brings it up. But I'm just saying, I did in 2017. John, we were then not part of the 2018, 2019, 2020, or 2021 get-togethers prior to the start of the season, although obviously the pandemic affected two of those years and get-together realities. But we were there this year. I presented Merrill with a bottle of champagne, and I'm just saying I think history looks like it's going to repeat itself. All right, Gary in Whitehall. I'm sorry, Gary. Go ahead, man. Morning, Joe. Morning, John. Morning, James. What a beautiful, victorious Monday once again. It is a great morning. Yes. Um, hey, <laughs> you don't want to talk about dominance? I, you know, me personally – I predicted 34-17. Boy, was I off because uh, the Giants suck. Um, but then again, I don't know if the Giants are that bad or if it's Eagles are that good. Well, I, I don't think the Giants 
are very bad. We put them in their worst position possible repeatedly. We were They're not very bad, dominant. but they're not very good. This makes Minnesota look even all the more ridiculous. Right. I mean, the fact well, that the Giants – I mean, talk about a fraud, Minnesota. Yes. And, and the, look, so the Giants don't have to hold their head in shame. I mean, they're coming from – you know, to me, the Giants losing yesterday or two days ago was sort of like the Eagles losing to the Bucs last year. You know, that's the one spot if you're Brian Dable in that front office, you're saying, okay, let's do what the Eagles just did in the last 12 months. Let's let's get some better players in here, and let's get our quarterback to be way better. I don't think he's going to get way better enough, but that's the template if you're the Giants you're trying to follow. Because obviously exactly. the Eagles took an enormous jump from getting smoked by Tampa Bay to now being on the verge of potentially winning a title. All I got to like, say is the, the stars are aligned. I mean, you got Mr. Irrelevant coming into the link. Yeah for an NFC championship game against this defense. Yes, they have weapons against this defense. I'm sorry. Um, if that was a prelude on Saturday night, I'll see you in Glendale. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't see, especially, I mean, you got you got Mahomes on a bad foot now. Yeah. Um, and Cincinnati doesn't have an offensive line. Um, bring it on. Bring it on. Um, I think we're going to have another parade down Broad Street. It's going to be awesome. And uh, one quick, quick question about what our comment about the Giants. What was Brian Dable thinking about going for it on fourth and eight on their own 40-yard line? Listen, he In the had, first quarter, down 7 nothing already. I got to tell you something, Gary. He had two big mistakes. That was one, but that wasn't the biggest. The biggest mistake, and I found it stunning, was when he did not go for it on fourth and six. In the, I want to say, maybe early fourth, maybe about 11 or 12 minutes to go in the fourth? Yes. I mean, it's fourth and six. It's like, dude, you're you're going to punt the ball back. And the Eagles then took off like six minutes of the clock. I think he learned from the error of his ways but, earlier. But you like can't go mingle there. I agree with you, From John. doing it. I agree with you. But well, the circumstances were so clear that they had to go for that fourth and six. One last comment. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. All right, good job, Gary. Well done. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day. What impressed you the most about the Eagles win over the Giants? Now, we could have 27 different choices here. We've narrowed it down to four. What impressed you the most about the Eagles win over the Giants? We've put them in alphabetical order. A, coaching. Both sides of the ball. Sirianni and Gannon, obviously, in particular. B, Jalen Hurts. C, offensive line. D, pass rush. All all strongly to be considered for what – John, what would be your gut feeling there? What impressed you the most? Coaching hurts offensive line pass rush. Wow. It's a tough one, man. <laughs> um, I think I think probably Jalen uh, just because he did not miss a beat and he just reinserted himself just like he was a month and a half ago. Uh, there was no worry. I mean, like right from the get-go, the way he was moving around, the way he was in total command of that game, he was just outstanding. Yeah, look, he was great. Here's something from ESPN.com. I mean, I knew the Eagles were getting to Daniel Jones a lot. I didn't realize it was this much. Listen to this sentence from, a, from an article after the game. Jones threw for only 135 yards with no touchdowns and an interception against the Eagles. He was pressured on 64% of his dropbacks in the first half, which was tied for the third highest percentage of any quarterback in a half of a playoff game since ESPN began tracking pressure in 2009. I mean, 
all four asked I, I don't I don't know what you win the poll. Coaching hurts, O line pass rush. I mean, all four were just off the charts. Let's go to Brian. And he failed, and he failed in that capacity. Who's I, he? Daniel Jones. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, we will face a ton of pressure today. When you watch that 49ers Dallas Cowboys game, you saw that it, you know, Dak Prescott was that that pocket was so collapsed and he was throwing yeah. from this tiny little yeah. peephole. And I expect that Jalen will do a much better job facing that same degree of pressure. There will be a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, no question. Bosa coming off the edge, he's he's a he'll wreck shop. But Jalen's so much better prepared for that actuality. Like, I expect to see him escaping and finding his way to first down after first down because that's what he's equipped to do. Not to mention the read option can stunt pressure a little bit. It can can give opposing edge defenders something to think about. Absolutely. You know, so like that, that really does help. Let's go to Brian, who's calling us from Germany right now. Brian, are people pumped up? In, are they in the German street celebrating the birds? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, hey, Brian? Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, uh, about a couple of weeks ago, they actually have the birds on uh, the local TV channels over here. So it was pretty interesting nice. watching, flipping uh, back and forth. You get the you get the ga- you get the do you get the game live in Germany? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through certain networks and Good. You got NFL Game Pass that works over here that you can you get from being overseas. So it's pretty cool. Are the Eagles the the team that they're sort of featuring? Does it feel like they uh, know the how good we are, and so they're putting the Eagles on over other teams? To be honest with you, there's a lot of chat about the Eagles, man. And like I said, they they had it broadcasted on the, the German network. Yeah, uh, cool, A couple man. of times. So it was pretty neat. Fitting. Hey, I don't know if anybody uh, spoke about it, but uh, I watched the game twice because the game comes on at like 2 o'clock in the morning over here when it's an 8 o'clock game, y'all's time. So I got to wake up early and, yep. and watch the game. So I, I didn't really get to catch it. But I was actually sitting there today, and I was re-watching the game, and I noticed in the fourth quarter, uh, A.J. Brown not coming back on the field. Yeah. And I was just curious, was there a reason other than him maybe not – Getting targeted well, so he was di- he was dinged up a couple Brian a couple times uh, when he was on the field. You could tell he was um, struggling with something, and you know my sense of it is it was probably just a precautionary. Hey, we're up by a lot of points. Let's let's be careful here and pull him out. He did look frustrated on the sidelines. Now whether he was frustrated with an injury or whether he was frustrated with being pulled out due to the perception of an injury. Uh, hard to know, but he, he clearly was frustrated sitting there on the sideline. But, I, I mean, we didn't hear anything post-game that indicates that anything's really wrong. It looks like everything should be fine for the next game. He was frustrated with his level of involvement. And- well, that's the third choice. I don't know about that, John. You think so? Brian, yeah. th- Brian, thanks for the phone call. I don't know. I mean, that's I, – I, I've heard people speculate on that. What, what he te- three catches for 22 yards. Well, what tells you that's why he's frustrated as opposed to he's frustrated that he's hurt where he's frustrated that he's being pulled out of the game because he's hurt. Well, I mean, w- watching the the TV copy, you, you could see there was a moment where the the cameras had him on the sideline, looking very upset. No, but you you just said he's frustrated because of his lack of involvement. I'm, I'm upset I'm, that he's that I'm his leg hurts or whatever. Making a you know? leap here. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I okay. To be clear, you're making a leap. Okay. I believe a guy, a competitor like that, you know, he wants to be part of the a bigger part of the reason why we won that game. Look, I, that's just, I don't I know which it, it is, but with I, big, big, you know, star wide receivers, 
That's that's the reality of the situation. AJ has been amazing, yep. but you know he wanted to be more involved. Look, I'm, I view that I'm, as a possibility, but certainly not a certainty. I mean, it could just be as simple as he just wanted to keep certainty. playing. Okay, let's go to Ken in South Jersey. Ken, you're on WIP. Good morning, gentlemen. What a what a great weekend it was this weekend. Indeed, sure was. Hey, I, I just a couple things randomly, and Joe, if if we're patting ourselves on the back today, I, I would point out that I called during the bye week and said that the Vikings were frauds and said that the, the whole thing with Jalen Hurts and uh, his being near death was uh, Robidoux. <laughs> so, well, know, that's, that's pretty good, man. Point. Yeah, that's pretty good. A uh, co- couple of, of, of things in, in no particular order. Um, first of all, I understand why Hassan Reddick is playing with a chip on his shoulder. There's, there's, there's no single player on defense in any of the playoff games this weekend that so thoroughly wrecked the game as did Hassan Reddick Saturday night. And listen, Ken, and, he's he's underpaid. And what I mean by that is if he was a free agent in two months, he'd make a lot more money than he's making with the Eagles. That was a spectacular free agent signing. Oh, yeah. But when you when you watch like the Dallas Cowboys on television, they basically talk about where Micah Parsons is on every single play. Like he's, like he's know. you know, Superman. And I don't think it's even a controversial statement to say Hassan Reddick's a better football player than Micah Parsons right now. And And – all you have to do is believe your eyes to see that he because he thoroughly wrecked that game Saturday. He did wreck the game. Yep. The other thing is, you know, Lane Johnson is the biggest stud in the NFL. I, you know, I know Patrick Mahomes was was put on a, a real display of toughness yesterday or, or Saturday or yesterday, whatever day it was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but but Lane Johnson is the biggest stud in the NFL. For him to go out there with that injury. And just completely dominate. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's inhuman. We would miss work for six months. And and he goes out on the field and he, he yeah. dominates. You see, like he had a 0% pressure rate. Didn't allow a single pressure, much less hit, wow. sag, anything like that. A, not, a 0% pressure rate. I didn't think enough was made by the broadcasters of the reality of how great Lane was, particularly given that he played. I, th- I thought it was yeah. an under, uh, an unfortunately undersold storyline. It, it, it was it was really unbelievable to see, and then we've talked a lot about uh, similarities between 2017 and this year as the year has worn on. Obviously, because it's it's looking yep. like it's been looking like a, a special year for most of the season. To me, the, the the single most compelling similarity is the reason the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017 was because they were the best team in football at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Correct. And this year they are the best team in football at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. So I think we we have every right to feel really, really good about what's coming over the next Well, I'll say this, Ken, and appreciate the call. I, I, you know, Howie learned a lot in his apprenticeship years uh, under, you know, Andy Reid and Joe Banner and Tom Heckard and any others that were here for portions of young Howie's time. That's one thing I think he really did get from that group. I mean, Andy really made it a point to re- – and look, you're not going to knock it out of the ballpark every time. You're going to have your missed signings. You're going to have your missed picks. But the prioritization of salary cap and draft picks into offensive and defensive line has been a clear organizational philosophy going on, you know, a little bit over 20 years now. And the Eagles continue – when they get it right, man, they get it really right. And, and they will probably ride that wave right – to another championship in three weeks. Ben in Millville. Ben, you're on WIP. Hey, guys. Dak is ass. Tiki Barber, what about the Giants now, huh? Really? Come on. <laughs> Eagles all the way. We're going to it. I am super pumped up. 
I cannot wait until Sunday at 3 p.m. Let's go, birds. Yeah. Listen, Dak looks ridiculous. I mean, he's, he, he, he just – it was there for him. And, and it's a four-year, $160 million deal. He's got enough players around him. Now, obviously, losing Pollard hurt, but, you know, he's got a lot of talent around him. He just – he really let them down. Dak Prescott really let the Cowboys down. Uh, and then their Jason owner coming Peter out and saying – I know he did, John. I agree. But, like, yeah, like what was that first interception? What are you doing? You saw the, the breakdown of the play. Thinking on just, uh, it's like he, he just doesn't see it. I mean, Dak looks no. like a second-year quarterback. Instead, I think he's in like seven-year, year six or seven. Like it just, it, it's. Does he not see? Does he not <laughs> recognize? It, it, I, I, it's unbelievable. We take he for was granted good for how- one year, and that was it. But like, come on, and uh, giant. I mean, come like, what? Like, I mean, he, the Eagles played. They showed what they can do and how they can play, and yet. Miles Sanders said it best after his post game. We, we haven't played our best ball yet. We're still improving. We still have to improve. We're still going to look at the tape. We're going to improve. Like, how much better can they get? I mean, I know. Well, they, they can't. They can well, I'll, I'll say this, Ben. They can't get much better than what they did the other day. I mean, that was one of those top three or four games they've played this year. With the first Giants, I, 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 I can't remember them all. But the Minnesota game, week two, the Giants game, whenever the Titans that was. Game, the Giants game. Titans game was a blowout. 35 to 10. Yeah, it qualifies as a blowout. I think, yeah, I think it would count. But this one, John, is right there with, you know, it, it was totally complete. And really, they could dethrottle third quarter and fourth quarter. I mean, they did dethrottle they a did. little bit. Yeah, they did. Because yeah. Jalen wasn't running as much. There's no reason to. There's, there's no reason to have him either run as much or threaten to run as much. You know, I mean, it's like, all right. <laughs> Soak the game away. And, James, you brought it up earlier. Kenny Gainwell did a nice job. after He did a great job. After having – and I'd say he's one of the three or four Eagles that had a disappointing year. I would say Jordan Davis had a bit of a disappointing year. Kenny Gainwell had a bit of a disappointing year. The punter obviously wasn't good, but that was sort of expected. Um, Gainwell had a – he kind of had a rough year. But, John, he was great the other day. Uh, yeah, 112 yards. And the thing, the thing that all the backs did that I really appreciated was they crammed it. I, I don't remember a play where it wasn't there immediately and you saw Miles Sanders bounce it to the sideline, yep, yep. which is something that, you know, somewhat of a bad habit that he tends to have. Every back who ran the ball for us, they showed patience. They waited for things like they had faith in the blocking scheme. They waited yeah. for things to pry open and then crammed it. It worked great. And while some of that and a lot of that, of course, is on the player for doing a good job. You watch a game like this and you just know when you're seeing an exceptionally well coached team. Mm-hmm. You just know. Like I felt that way in 2017 with the Eagles. I certainly felt that way in 2001 with the 76ers with Larry Brown. You just. Like, I felt that way with, when I'd watch a great John Chaney team or I'd watch, you know, the Jay Wright Villanova teams. You just know when messages are getting – you can see it. You can see that the, the purpose of what the coaches are trying to do with players or groups as a – you know, guys as a group is working. And this Eagles team, man, I mean, it is just – they are dialed in. Yeah, watch the 49ers. You get the same feeling. Yeah, so no, they're very, they're very good. A really well-coached team, both yeah. sides. Yeah. Offensive and defensive coordinator, they always have a plan. They're always the players are always in the best possible position to have success. So now it boils down to which team is more talented. Yep. I, I expect them to be well coached. They're gonna have ideas that we haven't seen 
and it's how do we adjust to that on the sideline get the little whiteboard out and start drawing stuff up it's going to be uh it's going to be a lot more of a challenge let me ask you let me ask you this question john here's a question for you put aside brock purdy and jalen hurts it's the other 52 players against the other 52 players Mm -hmm. in that scenario which team is better yeah the They, they've got some stars. I mean, megawatts. Stars. All right, so name them. They, so, so it's obviously Bosa. It's it's Debo. Bosa's unbelievable. No, Bosa's great. Kittle and Kittle. Debo. And, and, I mean, look, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey <laughs> even Fred though Warner. he was nursing <laughs> Fred a Warner. Fred, Fred Warner going down the field, deep down the field. He's awesome. They got Trent Williams <laughs> as their left tackle, and he's playing yeah. like a renew, at a renewed level. Uh, their offensive line, it's it's solid. You know, that McGlinchey guy is pretty good. He's too. very good, too. Brandon Ayuk is – he's not the, the, the you know, next-level star. Right, but, right. man, he's really capable. Uh, Bosa is – he's the front runner. So, it sounds like you're saying San Fran's 52 better than the Eagles 52, but the Jalen Hurts thing just completely swings it to, to the Eagles. Yeah, well, and, like, I don't know how much faith you should have in their secondary. The, the 49ers secondary, while well, you've got uh, that Hufanga guy who's been really good at strong safety. Uh, you know, Sean Gibson's been around. And then the cornerbacks, yeah, I know Jimmy Ward had a nice play at their nickelback, uh, you know, to create an interception. But then the the cornerbacks themselves that Lenoir guy Lenoir guy mm-hmm. uh Ward they're not like ours man Bradbury was awesome in this last game you can make the argument Bradbury's been better than Slay all year long and i think that the well the players uh, yeah, the did make that pro, players no, not the players chose the all pro it was the all pro one well i think Bradbury might have made the players one too okay. but the all he was all pro second team yeah but well, no, Slay wasn't on at all. So the voters did make that choice. But they've both been great. They've both been great. By the way, Brad Perry's going to get paid, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to get paid. I hope it's by us. Let's uh, The Bradbury thing, remind, you might remember Sean Barber was signed by the Eagles for one year. And I think this was the year Trot was out. He was out for two years, but the first of those. And the Eagles just snatched up Sean Barber, and he had a dynamic season. And I believe it was 0-2. And, um, it was. Yeah, and I, and I view this as similar. You, you get a guy on a one-year deal. And he just plays unbelievable football. And you just know it probably won't last forever here, but enjoy it while you have him. To Joe in Mayfair. Hi, Joe. Well, good morning, gentlemen. This is not the 2002 Eagles that we're not going to lose at the link next week. There you go. You know, did anyone tell the midgets there was a game on Saturday? I mean, they didn't even show up. It was like a JV team. It, it was an embarrassing. It was also nice to see the Cowboys just flop again. It, it's yeah. laughable. Yep. All the memes all over. It's was a great Philadelphia sports weekend. You know, I'll give the Niners their, their linebackers are better than the Eagles linebackers. But other than that, I'll, I'll take every part of our team over the Niners and kicker would probably be a draw and their kickers phenomenal. Um, what, what I loved about this Saturday's game is the coaching staff and the players didn't overthink. They played, they were prepared to play and they were just physical. They executed. They didn't overthink of, or, or over try, they did everything that we're good at. We're good at getting pressure. We're good at scheming a different blitz every now and then. They move Jones off a spot. Running, playing the playing downhill football is what we're good at. You know, using that to open the middle of the field, which you know freezes your linebacker. And Goddard got in the game a little bit, and we really didn't have to show the Giants that much. Where the Niners can look on tape and go, "Oh, this is a new wrinkle. Oh, that's a new wrinkle." 
they don't have anything new. I mean, thank you, Giants, for not showing up. I mean, it was pretty easy. We didn't even have a physical game. It was like a, like a preseason game where the Cowboys actually brought physicality yesterday a day later and put a hurting on the Niners. They got to be hurting this morning, even though it was a, they won the game. So, like John's point, we have an extra day of rest. They got to fly yeah. cross country, and they got beat up. Like, seriously, we didn't play a game on Saturday, guys. I mean, it was a cakewalk. There was hardly any any beating up. We didn't get any injuries. I don't see Brock Purdy, a rookie, becoming the first all-time to win a tight, uh, conference game, especially on the road. And there's, this team's been on a mission all year. They took the foot off the gas two, three weeks ago when Jalen got hurt. But they're the most talented Eagles team we have ever had across the board, bar none. And this is not Donovan McNabb playing quarterback, uh, Mr. DeCamera, in 2002, where he's not going to use his legs to make plays happen. Yeah, yep. There's no way the Niners are coming in here next Sunday and winning a game with Brock Purdy, who had some deer-in-the-headlights looks yesterday, and Kittle bailed him out a little bit. Debo Samuel's not the same player he was last year. He is not the same physical player. I saw him getting tackled pretty easy yesterday with the Cowboys. I'm ready, guys. We're going to the bowl in Phoenix, and – this is the midday show is going to last a little longer before <laughs> well, you go to the well, So enjoy your sleep a little bit more because we're going to the bowl in eight days, my All right, friend. Joe, love it, man. So, yeah, here's the deal. Our, our show in the mornings will debut either February 6th or February 20th based on whether the Eagles win the NFC Championship game or not. And uh, I think we believe uh, that it'll be February 20th. All right, 215-592-9494. Joe to Cameron Jenner, you're coming up. Merrill Montage. If you missed it, the best of the best of Merrill's calls from the game the other day, and obviously a glorious game it was. You'll hear that. We'll rock all the calls on 94 WIP. Hey, the NFL Conference Championship games are now set for this Sunday, and you can enjoy more thrills uh, with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. It does not matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means you'll get free bets back. If your conference championship game, same game parlay, does not hit, bet on everything from the money line of point spreads to which player will score a touchdown and more. Or if you can't decide, you can ride with the thousands of other fans that bet within popular, the popular uh, pre-built same game parlay section with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. And I've already told you today, and I'm sure I'll be telling you all week, I think the local squad is not only going to win this game, but cover the point spread. I find the point spread unusually low, and I think there's a great opportunity there when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. That's promo code HAMMER to see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Promo code HAMMER. Get in on the action. The app is awesome, and FanDuel obviously the rest of the way for the three games remaining in the pro football season. FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code HAMMER, to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook official sportsbook partner of the NFL.